This podcast is brought to you by the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Pull your head out your ass. I'll come up there, shove your head in your ass, and shove your Americans, mate. Your fuck. Couldn't do it. I got holes in my balls, but my soul makes me feel big. Yeah, I get around with no sound. Got my finger poised on the trigger. Well, you got brothers and sisters. Yeah, sisters and brothers. You got brothers and sisters. Yeah, all over the world. You got brothers and sisters. Yeah, sisters and brothers. You got brothers and sisters. Yeah, all over the world. Like, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, chocolateites, brain surgeons, mathematicians, zombies. Did you what? What is that thing that you said? Chocolateite. A what? A chocolateite. A what? A chocolateite. A what? Chocolateite. Chocolateite. Yeah. And how do you? Uh, what is one of those? It is one of the most basic forms of life in its larvae form. Oh. Now the reason I say it, chocolateites. It's because I'm not sure if it's a C-H or a T word. So I just kind of struggle. Well, what, I can safely guarantee that you mean a troglodyte. Oh, that's what I said. Yes. Yeah. A, tro- a troglodyte. See, so here's me thinking a you what? were... A wait, what wait, wait. in your mind is a troglodyte? <laughs> See, I thought you were being all interested in the word that I use, but in reality, you were just setting me up to make me look stupid. Well, you, Basically. you did that yourself. Troglodyte. Yes, troglodyte. Yeah, it's a, a very basic form of life. No, it's know? not. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a cave dweller. Yeah, it's no. A, it's like a, a human. It was it was a a human like. No bullshit. Yes. I'm gonna look it up. Troglodyte. Welcome to this week's edition of Legend of Spare Time. Welcome to this My week's edition. Yeah. 
That's what you said. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm confused now. We're starting off on a bad foot, Degs. Yeah, just kick me toe. It's me, your boy, Matt Lees. And me, Degsy. Uh, uh, MC Degsy. That's right. Welcome to another edition of your... No, it's Degsy the Taoist. Degsy the Taoist. Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast. And if it isn't your favorite podcast by now... You're a bastard. What the fuck is happening in the That's world? That's right. That's right. Why okay. do you... What, they might not have heard what I said then. That's right, that's right, talking all over it. Yes, yeah, sir. You weren't even what? listening anyway, you were just looking at that. I'm looking up troglodyte, troglodyte. Yeah, well, don't say, don't Go talk on, over me while you're looking up troglodyte going, yes, yes, I agree, I agree. That's what happens. Without even <laughs> listening to what I'm saying. That's what radio And letting me finish off what I've said. Look, that's what radio people do, all right? Fuck it. One of them pretends to listen that's while the other one reads stuff, okay? Yeah. Simon, Simon Mayo and Mark Kermo do it all the time. Do they now? There's tons of yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's up to them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what? That's a, that brings up an interesting point. I once heard Chef Gordon Ramsay on Simon Mayo's uh-huh. radio show. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know who Simon Mayo is? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know what you're doing. I see what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. But anyway, okay. listen, Degs, this is valid. Okay. The entire that's true. interview. That's true. Cunt. Yes. Go on. City or shit. Cool. Now you're listening. No, uh, duh, what was I saying? Gordon Ramsay. He's on the Simon Mayo radio show, but the whole time he's on his phone. Yeah. And you can hear the sound. And at one point, Simon Mayo goes, and if you could put your phone away, that'd be great. Yeah. And then, of course, Ramsay said, oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course I was. Sorry about that. Yeah, a bit rude, isn't it? Isn't it? A bit rude. Anyway, how do you spell troglodyte? T R O G L O D. Is it. I T E troglodyte or it's D Y T E. I'm sure. Yeah, there's a Y in it. Yeah. Yeah. T R O G L O D Y T E. Y T E. Troglodyte. What did I say? Troglodyte. 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 Cave dweller. <laughs> Come on, fucking <laughs> professor. Fucking piss flaps. I don't want to read it anymore. Because it says it's a cave dweller. Yeah. And I'm troglodyte. Right. A prehistoric cave dweller. Blech. A person of degraded, primitive, or brutal character. A person living in seclusion. A person unacquainted with affairs of the world. An animal living underground. Well, you know what? My my meaning still works. When I call someone a troglodyte, you know. An animal living underground. That's another troglodyte, is it? Yeah, apparently. That's oh. But that's the fifth description. Yeah. Most of the others are, are cave-dwelling, uh, human-like creatures. Yeah. 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 Mm. Basic. Uh, but you said basic forms of life. Which, Which is pretty much correct. I think you meant like amoebas. No, I meant troglodytes because there's a yeah, but you were you were making a really small, tiny symbol with your fingers when you were saying it. The, the radio listeners can't see that, so that means something very tiny. Well, because Chris Jericho yes. in the WWE. What's up, Chris Jericho? He doesn't listen to us. Yeah, he well, it doesn't matter. Sc- does it? I can say hello to him if I want. All right. Well, right. Hello, Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Afternoon, Barack. Or, or good evening, or good morning, anyway, whenever you're listening. J- yeah, exactly. It is a podcast after all, Barack. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh, that's right. <clears throat> no, Jericho once called all of the crowd troglodytes. Yes. So, he wasn't where really... Was, where, was he, where was the gig? I don't remember. It was a few years. Somewhere full of hicks. I just remember him saying, you bunch of fucking troglodytes. He didn't say fucking because they don't swear on telly, do no. they? No. No. No, unless it's Showtime or HBO or... Depends what network you're on. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of networks. Anyway, mm. as we always do when we begin every week, we do our little round of hellos. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Shout out to Smithy. Shout out. Oh, all right, Smithy. All right, man. 
Shout out to Sharpo. Sharpo. Who's listening from Asby la Douche. La Douche. Asby de la Douche. That's it. Ashby de la Douche. Asby de la Douche. Ashby. Ask me if he's a douche. Ashby. Ask me if he's a douche. Ashby de la Douche. Ashby de la Douche. Ask me if he's a douche. Shut your face. No, ask me if he's a douche. Ryan Paul Freeman and the Stolen Mondeos. Gary Bishop, a.k.a. Gary Oki, is from Peter Pan Music. You know him. Gary Oki. He's good on the old. It's a pretty clever name. Janine, my sister, Janine. Who was and loved her, her weekend with us? Tony Craig Carl, they're my nephews, and uh, you know, uh, as well, actually. And Lee Mills, my mum, Jeff, cousin Dave, Catherine. All right, Dave, all right, Catherine, I want my chips and gravy. Thank you very much. Lee, yes. uh, I said Lee, didn't I? Lee Mills. Yep. SpongeBob, although he never listens, so I don't even know why. Fuck I'm you, SpongeBob. SpongeBob, fuck it. Hey, shut up because he's coming in, in a bit. He's got, oh. he's got some rude words for you us. You invited him on. back again? He's coming back. It's, it's a real hit with the fans, actually. <sighs> Not that we've got any fans, but uh, I'm, I'm just making that up. I know you are. Um, so, yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick. Sean and Pinky. Yes, don't forget Sean and Pinky. MC Pinky. MC Pinky is really good at all that shit. All right, all right. Yeah, Biggin. All right, Biggin. Chimo. All right, Chimo. Uh, yeah, well, sh- should I say the mighty Biggin? The mighty Biggin, sir. Who left us a, a rather tasty voicemail last week? Ah, it was all right, wasn't it? He said he was going to shove my head up my own ass. Yeah. Tony McCarroll. All right, Tone. And of course, the 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 the, the fucking superlativeness that is Diablo, yes. the man that played us in. That's right. With with his song. your daddy is a stunt man. Your daddy is a stunt man. Yeah, all right. That's right. I say your daddy is a stunt man. Your daddy is a stunt man. Yeah, don't just. Uh, tell me that your head wasn't bopping when, when you well, were listening to that. I was, are you talking to the listeners? Yeah, that's what I'm Because I'm sitting across from you, so you know no, my I'm head was. I'm asking you. We were bopping our heads together, weren't we? I was bopping. Yeah, so there you go. The token hellos are out of the way. No, we didn't get them all out of the way. Project Joe. Serpo. Pro- Project Serpo. Yeah, all right. Project Serpo. Joe, Joe Gross. Joe Gross, even though he's not hey, talking jo- to me right now. Hey, Joe, what do you know? Hey, Joe, what do you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, actually. We should wish him good luck. He started a brand new section of his job. Yeah, he's doing something new at work, which involves a new learning curve. So, Joe, we wish you the best of luck, and we hope that Legend in My Spare Time gets you through at least an hour of one of those days. All the very best testicular fortitude to you, Joe, in whatever you do and whichever venture you may choose to venture into. That's right, and we all the very best (laughs) British to you, Joe. We'd all bloody nice. We'd also like to say congratulations on the new member of your family. He got a new puppy named Jedi. Iron Man. Yes, which who is Jedi is presently shitting and pissing all over Joe's house. That's all right though. <laughs> he's my boy Jedi. It's allowed. It's allowed. He's new. You know, he's got learns his way around. Yeah, man. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll, learn, he'll learn the ways of the Force. Don't worry. That's about right. That. So Jedi, the first legend puppy. Yeah, man. So he's got Jocelyn, the first legend baby. Yeah. And now he's got Jedi, Jedi the first legend puppy. Yeah, man. And also uh, Jocelyn has been under the weather. Oh. So oh. we hope she's she, she's feeling better. Get soon. well soon, little yeah. baby Joss. Poor little kid. Oh, you know, she's got a hard enough, you know, with Joe being her papa. No, ah. I'm just kidding. Joe's a lovely man. Well, he's not talking to you anyway. You know, so well, it's don't true. Worry. You know who I wouldn't want to be? Who is the first guy in 18 years that wants to go on a date with his lovely daughter, and he has to come home to Joe? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, with yeah. his gun. Yes, yes. That's all. We'll just leave it at that. He'd just say, "I own guns." Yeah. That's it. That's all you'd have to say. Because we'd go over there and help him out, wouldn't we? Well, you wouldn't need either of us to help him <laughs> no, out. No, it's then. true. <laughs> we could send we could send uh, Biggin, though. Yeah. The mighty Biggin. Well, I think Joe can handle himself. That's true. I got uh, one of your friends added me on Facebook today. This week on... 
Facebook. This week on Facebook. You can't just end the. It's the. You say it first, and then the other person says it. You gotta say the whole thing. Okay. Because this week <clears throat> on Facebook. This week on Facebook. This week, well, yes, this week on Facebook. This week on Facebook. Uh, I got a friend, not to interject, but. Uh, yes, sorry, that's who added me. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all very well and good, somebody you pointing. I don't know who it? that. Who's that? You don't even know who it is. Is that Biggin? Yeah. All right then. I'm terrified because now he's tracking me on Facebook as well. <laughs> you, did you say yes to him? Yes, I did. Yeah, he's in you. Yeah. He's oh, into you. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. He looks so nice on his profile photo. That was that. Oh, that was when he was young and carefree. Young and not murderous. <laughs> young and carefree. Now he's all yeah, older. Well, anyway, we are now Facebook friends. Me and me mate Biggin. Yeah. All right, Biggin, please don't hurt me, please. <laughs> It's Degsy made me do it. Everything. Whatever it is, Degsy did it. Steve Coogan's my mate on Facebook now. Who's Steve Coogan? Steve Alan Partridge. All right. Steve Coogan. Listen, I lived the last 20 years in North America, all right? You're going to have to stop you getting so annoyed at me. so fucking lame. I've seen I'm Alan Partridge. Didn't know his real name was Steve Coogan, all right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's real mate. Shit. Yeah. So anyway, we were going to go into This Week on Facebook. From Manchester. This Week on Facebook. What? What were we going to go into? You got something to read. No, I, I, t- I did it, didn't I? I said, oh, no, right. No, what I was going to do was, have you got any famous friends on Facebook? Like, proper famous ones that you know. Because, like, Jeff, my uh, stepfather, uh-huh. somebody purporting to be Liam Gallagher, has said, made it, like, sent Jeff a friend request. Right. And he's, he's thinking, well, he is from round here, you know, yeah, that could be, yeah, maybe he is. So I don't he's, know, man. It's fucked. If anything I've ever it's learned about Liam, it's that he does not have a Facebook account. He does Twitter. You know, yeah, but Twitter's easy, because Twitter, he can just tweet, well, fuck off then. Yeah. But Facebook, there's a lot more involved. Yeah. I don't see Liam having the patience for Facebook. No. No. I can't see it myself either. No. But so, not not but to piss on his dreams, I mean, no, maybe no, it I is. Know. I know, but um, like, uh, like, there's a Noel Gallagher on there, and, and you know, I don't, uh, you, I know you know it's not them. No. But uh, I have I have actually got some proper real ones. Okay. Like Let's, you go through that. For example, Steve Coogan. Yeah. You know, who played Alan Partridge, he, of course. He played Alan Partridge. Of course. My good friend Vinnie Davis, who's an actor, and he played opposite uh, David Bowie and Goldie. He was in a film with those guys. <laughs> so, you know, we all have little celebrity men. Obviously, Biggin, he's, he's, on, um, he's writing his own book. Did I tell yeah, you? Yeah, we, we talked about it last week, yeah. It is going to be called Oasis My Dream. I like it. Do you like that title? I do, actually, yes. By bigger. <clears throat> Maybe it should be Oasis Our Dream. Why do you want to be in it? No, I mean like him and Oasis, not me and him. Our I'd love to be in it, Big. And if you want to name a chapter after me, you go all, you go for it. But uh, no, yeah, who the fuck am I to tell this guy how to write his book? Yeah, exactly. I just thought a troglodyte was a uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you don't even know a fucking troglodyte. So no, I don't have any famous. I'm looking now. No. Um, obviously, t- yeah. And do you know they go? Did you have you seen that four rooms where they have? Like that last week they had on it um, that J.K. Rowling's chair. Mm. It was all no, no, no. Well, it was her chair, and it was. But they were going to sell it for like forty grand or something like that. Fucking hell! I know it's ridiculous. But the guy was holding out, and he wanted more. He he would didn't wouldn't take. It was only a chair, like a normal chair. <laughs> 
He wouldn't take 40 grand for it. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Silly to fuck. Yeah. Well, you should see... Um, yes, please. I'm going to Jamaica. I was watching... I went of my own free will. I was watching an American show called Comic Book Men. Yes. Featuring a few of Kevin Smith's friends. Right. Kevin Smith, film director. Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, I know. Okay. On it, a gentleman brought in what he purported to be a genuine screen-used lightsaber handle replica. Right. So he comes in and he says, yeah, I think they used this in A New Hope. Yes. And the guy in the shop says, well, I'm not an expert at this. Let me get somebody who is. Guy comes in and he says, no, unfortunately, this is, um, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that this is, I can guarantee you with 100% certainty, this is not from A New Hope. Yeah. And the guy's face kind of drops. Oh. And then he says, it's from Empire Strikes Back. And they guesstimate it's worth $10,000. That's even better. Yes. $10,000. Yeah. For a little replica of a lightsaber. But the bonus was they believe, or this expert believed, it was used on screen by Mark Hamill. Right. Good Lord. I'd say, I don't know. It's hard to judge. I've never had anything of that much value in my, you know, something geeky or cheeky that's worth that much money. I'd want it to fucking work for that much. Yeah, yeah, right? I'd, I'd love to cut that some oh. fuckers arm off with that. I'd want to cut some fucking three-legged choglodytes arm off. You know, this is going to make me sound psycho, but here's how I'd like to kill somebody with a lightsaber, okay? You lube up, <laughs> you lube up the end of the lightsaber. You stick it in some bastard's ass, oh, and you, wait, wait, wait. You've got it. Wait, got wait, and then you turn it on. So then it's like alien meets lightsaber meets blowing through his fucking stomach and be amazing. Meets anally. Yeah. Well, the bum thing is just you know to get it inside. All right, fine. Stick it in his mouth his and throat, then turn it on. Down his throat. Kurt Cobain style. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, that'd be much better. Yeah. Cut his head in half. So let's say you had in your house, let's call it, let's just say it's a guitar pick. Guitar pick. Used yeah. by Noel Gallagher on stage oh. at... Or a, or a guitar pick used by um, my good friend, uh, well he's not really my good friend, but I stood next to him, David Byrne. Alright, well, either one. Pick whichever one you want. Mm. I, I said Noel because it, but I've pop culture may be worth a little more. Yeah, it would be. So let's say you take it to a collecting a collector's shop or whatever, yes. just to find out. Yes. And the guy says, well, this guitar pick, yes, it was used by Noel. Yes. It was used at Wembley at 12.45 Nebworth whatever right Right. I know Nebworth was a long time ago but right. you know what I mean uh, and he says I'll give you 5,000 pounds for it oh. would you would you like me be like take it or would you think about it a little bit 5,000 pounds for this plectrum mm. thank you very much I'll take uh, 10 pound, 20 pound notes please see me I, I oh, would 10 as well pound 20, what, what if it was a Noel Gallagher yeah. guitar like five, is it? what <laughs> what if it was a Noel Gallagher used guitar Actually, he, he gives some guitars away, doesn't Noel, you know? Yeah, I know. He does. Noel, if you're listening, or Biggin, if you have a line on Noel, I'd love a guitar. Do you know what Biggin's got? Biggin's got some handwritten uh, Morning Glory lyric sheets. Oh, wow. Biggin, Biggin's kind of my hero. Yeah. He's the got, more you tell me about it. He's got, what's the story, Morning Glory on blue vinyl. There were only 100 wow. ever pressed. He's a cool guy. Yeah. He's got the stained glass window, United in the City. He's got, yeah. And he's got, um, he's got well, he's got loads of footballers boots um, god damn to sign. oh that's right because I hurt your feelings last week after so, the yeah. show no, when we were talking about it no, I didn't. yeah we did because you brought me a lovely gift last week of a Mick Foley book yeah and then afterwards we were talking about Biggin and how he knows all the players right and I mentioned that if Biggin were able to get me anything with Ryan Giggs's signature on oh, it oh yeah it might cause me to tear up and cry that's right and yeah. then what did you say 
fucking ingrate. Yeah, because apparently the Mick Foley book should have made me cry as well. Well, no, not really. Well, that's how that's how you were purporting. You're overusing that word. I know, it's because you just taught it to me, innit? Well, anyway, yes. that's enough describing Biggin's personal life so yeah. he can shove my head up my ass. No, but if when you want to know about it, just read the book. All right. Oasis, My Dream, <clears throat> by Paul the Biggin Ashby. Are you allowed to say his real the name? The Mighty Biggin Ashby. Are you allowed to say his real name? Wait, because yeah. All right, fine. I'm not going to say oh, it. The Mighty Biggin. All right, call fine. him The Mighty. And p- potentially with a chapter named Matt Lee's. Very potentially. Very no, just just roll with the word potentially. No, potentially. Doubtfully, very highly unlikely. Lee. Well, it's, a, it's still. I'm in with a shot. Right. Well. Yes. You're gonna read me some notes now, are you? No, I haven't got Go any on. notes. What are you want about? What are you looking at then? I haven't got any notes. Steve Coogan's my mate on Facebook. Cause that's it. I got lots of that's famous friends says. on uh, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Who's your friend? Who's your friend on Twitter? Where do you want me to start, bro? I got tons. I got millions. You got A's. The millions and millions. You don't get that reference, do you? No. Smithy did. Smithy's yelling it right now. All right, let's go. But, I mean, by Twitter, I mean just people that I'm following. Right, yeah. Um, So they're not actually interested. But once they follow you back, they're interested. So following me, famous people, Mm. Steve Carino. ECW wrestling champion ECW original Is following me on Twitter Right that's great But move on Fucking you're so rude Nah that is shit No alright I'll tell you who I'm following on Twitter okay Who's following you Oh who's following me Yeah You said famous people At Legend Podcast we have 38 followers Really (laughs) We are being followed by Hashtag Eddie Phoenix. Yeah, what's happening, Eddie Phoenix? He's not famous, but he's my boy. Yeah. Harvey Locust is following us. Harvey Locust. Hey, what's happening? This is Harvey Locust. Harvey motherfucking Locust. Emma's following us. You remember Emma? What's happening, Emma? She's not famous, but she's famous to us. Well, I'm glad you're following us anyway. Oh, Goldust is following me. Hey. WWE superstar Goldust, son of Dusty Rhodes. Whoa. He's following us. Shit. See, that's a little bit famous. That's more, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. There you go. That's about it. Nothing. No, nobody else famous. No. 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 Oh, well. Oh, well. There you go. Hey, the band is sounding good. That's what she said? The band is sounding good. Don't you just love this kind of music? Yeah. I wasn't on about this band. I was hanging out with like a a bohemian sort today. Oh, really? I was in a band once called Bohemian Frisbee. And he made his own instruments. And because he'd lost the end of his one of his fingers, yeah. they were all based around having three fingers. Wow. And a slide, you know, and it, they were all mic'd up and everything, wow. made out of wood. Cool. Fucking amazing. Huh. Beautiful, like mandolins and stuff like that. Yeah. This guy was fucking very, very talented. He was some, he was an artist, I think. So what makes him a bohemian? Uh, it was quite messy. He burnt joysticks. Um, there were drums. Right. He had some drums and, uh... He was drinking. It, you know, it's not. Does it didn't dress in a suit? It was all jeans and Rastafarian hair. You know, uh, he was drinking. Dreadlocks. He was drinking Green Fairy. Green Fairy. Yeah. What's that? You know that drink. Green Fairy is fucking washing up liquid. No. No. What's that drink called? Shit. Absinthe. Absinthe. Right. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they do call it Green Fairy, don't they? Yeah, they do. That's why I said Green Fairy when I was insinuating leading up to Absinthe. That's what the is that what the French call it? 
moment. Who cares what the fucking French do? Pas moi, c'est pas moi, hein? Fuck them. C'est tout dégueulasse, hein? Oui, oui, monsieur, je suis une parapluie. Tu es un parapluie? Je suis une. Tu es le pamplemousse. Petit con. Je m'en fous. la poutre. What? Feel a put. That's shit. Isn't that son of a bitch? No. No, not the way you say it. Anyway, let's get off the French. Let's stop speaking French. How how far are we in? Did she, did she say? 25 minutes already? Because I was getting a bit thirsty, you see. Oh, uh, yeah. So I usually go by the half hour my for my brew. Yeah. So uh, but this reading might take maybe five minutes. So okay. that should bring us... Uh. Pardon me. Congratulations. I apologize for that one. I didn't mean for it to come out like that. That's what she said. Anyway, this is uh, carrying on from the last chapter. Yeah, let me let me introduce it. And now it's time for Degsy Reads from Oasis, The Truth by Tony McCarroll. Chapter 3, A Definite Maybe. Our first public outing as Oasis was at the boardwalk on Manchester's Little Peter Street in late summer 1991, along with other clubs such as the Hacienda and the International. The boardwalk provided an important live venue for many local bands. It was a warm evening and we were expecting a large turnout. Sweet Jesus and the Catchman were also on the bill. We were also expecting Noel. Liam had invited him down and and he seemed genuinely excited that his big little brother was coming to see us because he's only small you see um let's fucking make it a good one let's show him he urged the rest of us with this in mind we headed out onto the stage liam was extra menacing that evening the audience stared back at first unsure then unable to remove their eyes from the front man we played and we were tight but the set was pretty uneventful after we'd finished liam went out front to see noel and ask him what he thought fucking shit came the reply fucking shit Liam returned backstage, his fringe still stuck to his forehead with sweat. He was deflated after his brother's cutting two two-word review. Then Biggan entered the room smiling. Hey, your kid fucking loved that, he said with a laugh. Liam looked at him quizzically and asked, How do you figure that? Biggan then told Liam that Noel had been engrossed, excitedly telling his girlfriend just how much potential the band had. Noel just couldn't bring himself to tell Liam that. The news changed Liam's mood instantly, and we were back on track. This was the norm from Noel, who seldom showed any positive emotion towards Liam. It seemed that Noel was also impressed with the rhythm section. We all knew that he was itching itching to join in but we decided to let him sweat. We were sounding tight and definitely had our own unique sound. We also knew that Noel had a couple of songs he had written, which would give us a grand total of seven. It was the perfect match and one that Liam had longed for, but it was fun to make Noel sweat. The Noel version of events, which sees him joining armed with a clutch of hit records already penned, assuming the nickname of Chief and immediately starting to dish out orders, is utter nonsense. So there you go, that's uh, quashes, always, quashes that sort of... I've always heard that rumour. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that he came in like a big swinging penis. All bollocks, apparently. All bollocks. He was co- fucking mad to join. That's right. And they made him sweat. All right. You see that? 
Bonehead's brother, Martin, was much more, a much more serious man than Bonehead. Then again, everyone was much more serious than Bonehead. Luckily for us, though, Martin had a job fitting out recording studios. His grammar school education had seen a much better return than Bonehead's. Martin had negotiated a deal for us at... Uh, at Out of the Blue Studios in Manchester City Centre. If we could plaster a few walls for them, they would give us enough use of the facilities to create a four-track demo. Liam couldn't make it, so the following week, me and Bonehead and Wiggs turned up at, at, in the Bonemobile, a, a Mazda 1800 pickup truck that had a moulded plastic roof. Bonehead had painted this roof in a Jackson Pollock-like style, a tribute to the Stone Roses. It drew some very strange looks. We gave even stranger looks back. We had to plaster three walls and as was Bonehead's trade, oh, as this was Bonehead's trade, he took charge. After a couple of days work, the owner checked the job and he was happy. We had our recording time. I was surprised because I noticed the spirit level that Bonehead was using had no bubble in the middle. I can't find that very hard to believe. <laughs> Nothing was ever quite what it seemed with that man. Liam had mentioned that Noel still kept hinting at joining us. He said each time he did so, we would ask him why he wanted to join such a shit band. Noel would mumble some kind of reply, but he never would admit that he thought we were good. I thought Noel joining would be a good thing. I... I hadn't really seen him since he had joined the Inspiral Carpets. In fact, no one really saw Noel after he joined the Carpets. I also felt that Liam was pushing for him to join our outfit, not only to be his bandmate, but I suppose to be his brother. During a chat one lunchtime in Piccadilly Gardens, I sensed he seemed to be skirting around something until he finally came out with, Why don't we replace Quiggs with our Noel? My first reaction was surprise because Liam was a Spartan and I didn't expect that of him. My second reaction was to get angry. Controlling my temper, I reminded him that it was Gwigs who had first set up the outfit. Oasis, uh, Oasis, the rain. Rain. The rain, yeah. To Liam's credit, he looked guilty and almost immediately backed down and apologised. Unusual for him. I suggested a compromise. Why don't we have Noel join as lead guitarist? I said. As that was his instrument of choice, it made sense. Liam's guilt instantly evaporated. Now he was animated. I'll go and tell him where we're recording, he replied. I think we should leave it there because it, it always uh, gets boring when I read, doesn't it? No. Yeah, it does. So we're going to... All right, so we'll finish the last... La say that last part again, sorry. Yeah, so I'll go and tell him where, where <laughs> we're recording, he replied. Liam was incredibly proud of the work we had done and was generally, genuinely thrilled about Noel getting to work with us. I thought I'd made the best decision of my life and good times lay ahead. There you go. Perfect. Yes, that was better, wasn't it? So now they've decided they're going to ask Noel to join. Yes. And the rest will be history. Then, then history will be written. All right. Speaking of making history, we're going to refill our teacups. Yeah. Time for a brew. So be nice to each other and yourself. And keep in touch with yourself. spare time and now here are your hosts Degsy the Taoist and the miserable bastard Matt Lees back to you guys 
Hey, thank you. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Jerk to, chicken uh, fanny sauce. A uh, lovely, lovely. Yes, uh, but you know Levi Roots has, you know Levi Roots, that man? Yeah, he's a Jamaican he's man. Here in the UK, he does things like barbecue sauce, reggae, reggae sauce. Reggae, reggae sauce. It's I, delicious. I bet it's over the, uh, in America. No, it's not. Is it not? No. You know that for sure. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, surpri- I'm not surprised because they've got so many good sauces. And so many racists, on the other hand. <laughs> well... <laughs> So anyway, sometimes the best things happen off podcast. We were just discussing a great invention for this Levi Roots gent, who, of course, his fame right now is is barbecue sauce. Mm. Degsy came up with his own little... uh, He's even in uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, he is on the new sandwich now. That's a great advert, by the way. When basically the commercial we're discussing is a KFC commercial for uh, a burger, including this barbecue sauce by Levi Roots. Reggae, reggae. The gentleman is blindfolded. He takes a bite of the burger and he goes, he doesn't realize it's shit. It's not even worth explaining. Stop it. It's It's not, honestly, it's it's not. I'm. I'm He's in the thing. He's in the surprise party. He's blindfolded. He doesn't realize his mom, his nan, his whole family's around him. And his friend goes, tell me what this burger tastes like. And he goes, you know what this tastes like? This reminds me of the time in Jamaica you made me. And then he cuts him off, pulls out the blindfold. And when he sees his family, he's completely shocked and almost terrified that he almost said something embarrassing. Pretty funny advert. No. It's not you, funny. You it's just re- shit. You just refuse to acknowledge anything funny. It's fucking funny. shit, though. It's funny. No, all right. You carry it's on. It's the look on his face when he's... F- Speaking of shit, yeah, speaking of not fucking funny, come in, please. Who is it? Hey, guys, it's only me. <sighs> Are you ready for me to do my, um, you know, my rude word of the week? Mm-hmm. We never finished jerk chicken fanny juice, by the way. That's my uh, SpongeBob. Yes, Dexy. Um, I was just wondering, could you wait five minutes while Matt wants to finish off his story? Yeah, sure. I don't mind waiting for five minutes. I'll just, I'll just uh, sit here counting. Basically, myself quietly. Degsy invented a new sauce for Levi Roots, which is jerk chicken fanny sauce, and then do the Jamaican thing that you did out there. Does yeah? Well. Remember you did the you had the commercial you had the tagline for jerk chicken fanny sauce. No, it was ju- it wasn't my I can't take I can't take credit for it. It what? was Johnny fucking reasons. Oh, you stole that. Well, we sort no we sort of came up with it together. All right, Johnny fucking reasons. Yeah, so I can't take all you know full hundred percent okay, well, credit. Don't, but there was the. Well, you know, he's got everything out now. So we said, yeah. So yeah, he's probably got, Johnny says, he's probably got uh, Levi Roots jam rags, <laughs> which are, you know, tamp- tampons yeah. or f- towels, La- uh, ladies towels. Ladies, yes. Sanitary towels. Yes. Which became? Funny. funny yeah. If your man no go down on you. Oh, yes, yes. Um, which, which we said, uh, I said, yes, uh, maybe he'll bring out some like uh, Levi Roots Vagisil and call it, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> Reggie Regisil. Reggie Regisil. Something like that. Um, and say, mix. If you if your funny is smelling. That's your beaver, by the way. If your beaver is smell. No. Mix your beaver smell like jerk chicken. If your boyfriend doesn't want to go downtown, why not spray some Levi Roots on your beaver? It will make it smell like jerk chicken and irresistible to your man. That. Yeah, jerk chicken fanny juice. Love it. Yeah. I was just trying to validate because that's going to be the episode title. So well, we needed it in there. It needs more authentic Jamaican accent than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do a Jamaican accent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yours sounds like generic. Uh, hey man, everything Irie. Yeah, generic. I'm on a bobsled team. Yes, that's you got it from the film, I think. Yeah. yeah. Feel the rhythm, feel the vibe. Yeah. Come on up, it's bobsled time. Yes. Oh yeah, you know they don't believe Jamaica. We have a bobsled hey, team. Matt, can you shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> SpongeBob, listen come on! To me. You did your you did your fucking shit joke. Now can Kay. I do my rude word of the week? First chance. I've been patient over first, here. First chance I get, you little sponge, I'm gonna fucking snap your neck. Oh well, that'll that's okay because I can grow a new head anyway. I'm a I'm a self-forming orgasm. I hate you. Your mom loves the self-forming organs. Anyway, so I give can her I Spongebob. Yeah, I Spongebob, please bring, read out your rude words and your shit fucking impression. I want to start at the very beginning of my rude word collection. That's what she because said. Because I've been collecting rude words for a long time now. I'm working at the Krusty Krab. Uh, I get to work with Mr. Krabs, who has got some uh, pretty colorful language, let me tell you. And so I've been writing them down in my book. So um, Okay. I'd like to just share them all with you, if that's okay. I'll Whoa. start with the letter A. Okay, sure. It's nothing to do with me, man. Okay. Apparently, it's your and Deg's show. Degsy and SpongeBob. And Aardvark's nose. Do you know what, what one of those is, Matt? Yeah, it would be the thing that an Aardvark breathes with. It is an uncircumcised zucchini. An anti-turd. Tickle tackle. Then God spake unto Abraham in a loud voice, saying, Any uncircumcised male who still has got an aardvark's nose will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And that's from Genesis. So basically, so, Genesis says if you still have a Jimmy hat, you're not going to heaven. Exactly. <laughs> okay. An abattoir floor. And do you know what an abattoir floor is, Matt? It's no. a particularly untidy snatch. It's slightly grimmer than a butcher's dustbin. More grimmer than a butcher's window. <laughs> okay. The ABC. Do you know what ABC is, Matt? Always be closing in the same no. world. No. Yes. It is the anus bollock connector. <laughs> and that is, you know, that's also known as the bars or oh. the tintis or the notcher or Finsbury Bridge. Or the taint. Or the taint. Yes. Etc. Yeah. Okay. Abdul special sauce. Do you know what that is? Sounds racist. It's a thin, red, oddly metallic tasting liquid occasionally found in badly packed kebabs, which usually ends up smeared around the mouths of hungry gents after oh. closing time on Saturday nights. <coughs> Do you know what an Aberdare Tic Tac is? <laughs> no. An anabolic steroid tablet. After the South Wales town where every young man between the ages of 19 and 24 eats them like sweets. Um, okay. Uh, abracababra. Do you know what that is? No. It's a magical illusion performed after a night on the piss where a kebab is made to disappear down the performer's throat only to reappear a short time later on the back of a taxi driver's head. <laughs> I get that one. You I like got, that yeah, one? Yeah, I got that one. That was good. Abseiling. Do you know what abseiling is? No. The act of masturbating while using a dildo in, in your asshole. You know, from the similar coordination from the two-handed action required. Yes. Not, not to mention the fact that there is a good chance that the emergency services may have to be called out to rescue you at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Spon uh, Abseiling. <laughs> SpongeBob, can I give you a dirty one? 
Yeah, sure you can, man. <clears throat> you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Sponge, I was born ready. SpongeBob, do you know what a gypsy cabbage is? A gypsy, gypsy cabbage? Can I? I bet you it's not in there. I'll have a look. Uh, just have let me have go a on and look under G. Gypsy cabbage. I'm in Alamanope. J. Jizzlers. Hoochie. You know, if it is in there, I'm going to be really angry at somebody. H. Uh, e. Gypsies. What? Gypsy cabbage. Gypsy cabbage. Gypsy cabbage. I have a gypsy. Jimbo. Jim Butter. Jim Smith. Okay, Jim Smith. Gynecologist. Uh, gypsy clit. Gyps- <laughs> whoa, whoa. What's, what's a gypsy clit? Gypsy clit? That's a nomadic clematis. Uh, one which, despite a fellow's best efforts to find it, never <laughs> seems to be in the same place two nights running. <laughs> The Flying Dutchman or a Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> okay, so a gypsy cabbage, SpongeBob. So a gypsy cabbage, gypsy It's cabbage, not in there, is it? Gypsy cabbage, gypsy's curse, gypsy dog like a gypsy's dog, uh, gypsy's eyelash, gypsy's kiss. No, <laughs> no, it's not in there. Well, you can add this to your list, okay? I can put it in. Invented by my good friend That's Weller. That's what she said. That's right. The gypsy cabbage starts when you have a lady in the doggy style position. Uh huh. You're going to start off a little bit sneaky with a thumb in the bum. Okay, yeah. Just, a, you know. Two, in, little, two little, in the pink, one in the stink. That's right, just a little tickle. But then you want. I like to call that the bowling ball technique. Fair. So, first you want one, then you want two. So, one thumb up the Uranus. Right, then you want three fingers in there, then you want four in there. No. You want as many fingers in her bum as you can get. That's not right. You need a creative girl. You know what I mean? You need a girl who's open to the world. Then, what you're basically doing, SpongeBob, is you're creating a cavity big enough to drop your sponge testicles in. Your sponge balls, if you would. No. Now, you dip those in, and as you get those in there, you perform the Nick Cage motion, which Mm. is, of course, this. Because every movie Nick Cage is in, he does this. Okay. And that's the gypsy cabbage, dipping your balls in and out of a lady's bum. That's quite disgusting. Would you like to add that to your little book? No, I think I'd rather not. I fucking hate you, SpongeBob. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going uh, jellyfishing. (laughs) I'm going jellyfishing. Are you happy for me? Do you know what an acid splashback is? I think me and your mom had one, SpongeBob. It's a subject of a fleeting paranoid sensation experienced by a person sitting on a recently disinfected kazi, fearful that a sudden spout of turd-propelled bleach, bleach might dissolve their anus. That's not very funny at all. No, but Gypsy Cabbage can't get in, but that one's in your list. Gypsy Cabbage. Air Buffet. Do you know what an air, bu- air Buffet is? Well, of course. It's when you're on a plane and they serve you a buffet. It's a lingering gaseous meal, which is more nourishing than an air biscuit, and to which one may make several visits. <laughs> you know what, uh, do you know what Air Lingus is? No. You know Aer Lingus? The, no. the, the, it used to be like uh, the Irish airline. The Irish national. Okay. Aer Lingus is it's the sexual position adopted by soft porn jazz mag lesbians where one is just about to lick the other one's twat. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. It's like not actually. You know like cum, cunnilingus? Yeah, yeah. But it's not, <clears throat> it's not actual cunnilingus. It's Aer Lingus. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. You know, you, uh, Ireland, speaking of Ireland, is my favorite part of the UK. And mine, too. That's for you, Fitz. I love Ireland. Uh. Conflatulations. All right, are we done with this, uh, SpongeBob? Can you piss off again now? Yeah, I'm going now, guys. I'm going uh, jellyfishing and to do a bit of uh, app selling. Okay, see you guys. 
Okay. He's Why he's would not. you stop inviting that guy over here? Man, yeah, I like him. I th- kind of like his rude words. He's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, but he's funny. I, I kind of like the upsailing one. He didn't like Gypsy Cabbage. Gypsy Cabbage. I don't get it. That's some funny shit. Some of his were all right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Take his side, why don't you? They're all right. Anyway. Take his side. More SpongeBob's rude words next week. Uh, I'm so excited that I may not sleep until then. Mm, Really? Yeah. Now, we teased last week that I was going to have a big surprise for you this week. Yeah, did you? Yeah. You didn't tease me that much just because I didn't... It's been rain... Well, you you don't listen when I speak anyway, so... Go on. It's been rain delayed. It's going to wait another week. Well, it's not even rain. We've had some fucking lovely weather. It's an expression, okay? Mm. So, within the next week or so, you will be surprised with a big challenge of some kind. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's all I'm telling you. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm always up for a challenge. I'm a very very uh, challenging young man, mm, okay. even though I'm not that young. No, no, you're not. You were a year older just recently. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, my cat's uh, on the on on heat as well. Hmm. That can't be fun. She keeps getting off. She's fucking weird, man. Not weird, but you know, strange. Yeah. Just like. Getting quite sexual with me and that. Oh really? Yeah. That's she's freaky. Coming onto me, backing up, putting her ass in, the f- you know, showing you when her I'm, shit. When I'm stroking her back, she's like yeah. putting, keeps putting her ass. Yeah. I'm like, stop it. My my friend had a cat. Bitch. They used to do that to my friend Greg. The cat was perfectly normal with me, and it's a for a friend and listener, Rachel. She had a cat named Havana. Yeah. Who, when she was going through heat, was totally normal with us. Mm. But then our buddy Greg would come over, and she would just literally. Right away. Yeah. She wanted. Fuck me, Greg. She wanted Greg. Fuck me. She wanted Grego to give her some dick. Yeah. I don't know that he ever did. Filthy bitch cat. Yeah, I know. Whores. All right, listen. I need you to close us out with some quotes because you're the quote guy. I have some very deep, uh, incisive quotes today, if you will. Yes. It's time for Degsy the Taoist and his quotes of the week. Did you like that? Yes. That was like my robot voice. And I will say them in a Taoist form. Taoist form. Life, if lived well enough, is long enough. I like it. Right. Can you give me, like, like out of a ten Tao, what would you say? For that one? Yeah. I'll give that a seven. Seven Taos. Seven Taos. Few men have virtue to withstand the highest bidder. That's, I like that one. That goes back to the Noel Gallagher guitar pick that we yeah. were talking about. Yeah, sort of. it does. Yeah, look at that. It's you all like that? It's all comes full circle. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, well, based on its relevance to this conversation, I'll give it an eight. I was going to say about an eight. So, do you know who said that, by the way? William Shakespeare. George, George Washington. Washington. George Stop Washington. fucking reading. I knew it was George Washington. Fuck off. Prove, prove that I read that. You fucking tosser. Okay, go on. Next one. He that goes a borrowing goes a sorrowing. Who said that? Uh, Degsy did, of course. Benjamin Franklin. I knew that. All right, Benjamin. Being awesome isn't easy. Oh, the Miz, WWE superstar. I fucking said it last week on the show. You remember? No, I don't listen to you. Being on the awesome show. doesn't. Go- you're f- you're <laughs> fucking sat here, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like right. last week when I told you there was a surprise this week, and just now you were like, oh, did you? Kayfabe. Believe you are defeated. Believe it long enough, and it is likely to become a fact. Right, Tevez? 
bollocks. <laughs> okay, who said that one? Laughter has no foreign accent. Well, I like that one. That's Anon. Anon. Yes. Anon. Anon. He says a lot. Anon. You know, that Anon guy did a lot of cool shit, didn't he? Anonymous. Home is the place where you go to have... Oh, no, I don't like that one. Why, why did I write that one down? Love your neighbor, but don't pull down your hedge. So, love your neighbor, but mind your own business. Yes, basically. That's ten. Do you know who said that? Ten. I'm giving it a fucking ten. Is that a... Do you know who said it? Who? Benjamin fucking Franklin. My boy Benji. He's listening right now, Benjamin. You know he was a stoner. Yes. Good and good on him and all. Well, he pr- that's probably why he wanted to leave his hedge there. Yeah. yeah he's and like, it, might, it, might, it was probably made out of cannabis. Yeah, probably. He's like, uh, you know, I, I know I'm the president, but when I come home, I just want to get smoke stoned. Smoke my bush. Yeah, I want to smoke a bowl. Look at these bastards staring at me. Yes. I don't know why we just gave the American former president a British He was accent. probably British. Yeah, because he, he was, was cool. In them days. Because he was cool as shit, so yeah, he's probably but British. in them days, he was probably British yeah. anyway. Four score and seven years ago. Four score and seven years ago, right? <laughs> the child is the father of the man. William Wordsworth said that. Okay. Keep away from people who belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the really great make you feel that you too can become great. I like that. Read it again. Read it again. I want to soak it in. Like a good fart. Keep away from people who belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the really great make you feel that you too can become great. That's a 10. That is a 10. I'm taking that other one down Thank to a 9. Thank you very much taking, for that one, Mark I'm, Twain. I'm taking this one down from a, to a 9, and that one, Mark Twain, gets a 10. Mark Twain goes up to a 10. Fucking get in. Okay, the last one. It is better to be miserable and rich than it is to be miserable and poor. Yeah, that one's not very good. I know. It's I was thinking they were going to say that. miserable and rich or the wife happy that, and poor. The wife put that one in. Where did she get it? <laughs> I don't know. She probably fucking made it up. <laughs> and now I just offended her. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's just not my favorite one. All right. I'll All tell right. her. Jeez. All right, Jackie. All right, Jackie. If you did write it, I didn't mean any offense. Jed Hunt's. Jed Hunt's. Um, t- I think it's his 18th birthday party. Do you know what? Somebody has asked me to be the fucking compare at his birthday. He wants me to go down. T- I'm not. I'm not a DJ around. I'll have a DJ to. I say right. Put that on. Mm-hmm. And I'm the compare. I'm like the one. Yeah. All right. Let's play past the parcel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's um, get some marshmallows for the chocolate fountain. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like fun. But I, I'm, yeah. You need to find a dude that has MC, like MC Degsy. Yeah, you need uh, what an MC needs is a DJ. You need to find somebody that has. There's going to be a DJ there. I did say that. <coughs> no, you said you need a DJ. I said that there was going to be one. There. Well, I'd offer my I said I'm not the DJ. There is going to be one there that I say you play that. You motherfucker. That's what I said. Cool. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've got this show to watch tonight. Yeah, yeah, so we should wrap up it's then. It's called Facebook. It's not this, <laughs> this week on Facejackers. This week on Fuck. Right, book. no, because if you are listening in America or Canada or somewhere like that, because some far flung exotic reaches of the planet, there's this pl- thing on uh, British TV called Facejacker. And it is one of the funniest things I have ever seen. Obviously, it's a matter of opinion. My wife hates it. She thinks it's the most annoying thing on the TV. Hmm. But I personally love it. Summarize it. Um, It's a lot of different characters. 
it's like the, you know how we made out Nigerians they were always trying to steal your credit card details that was I got that from Facejacker because this is this guy Edward Mwekamwembo that's his name uh-huh. so something like that uh, all I need is your bank account sort code and your pin number <laughs> uh, you know and the four three digits of uh, the reverse side of the card he just tries to get those things out of you all the time and right. that's basically the the premise of uh, you know Mr. Akumwobo sounds shit it's not well it's not that's and then there's Brian Bodondi who who uh, suffers from Brett's <laughs> you know him have you heard about him no 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 oh but I like your Brett's joke Bloody hell! Boo you! Bloody hell! No, it is funny, but you've got to watch it. It's like, well, let's not talk, let's not dwell on it because it was boring as fuck when you were talking about that fucking, uh, you know, when you and um, Madame Locust were talking about that. Not no, gr- not grim. No. It wasn't called grim. It no. was called something. You else. shut your whore mouth, Degs. Because once upon I've a had listener emails saying, "Thank you for recommending Once Upon a Time. I loved it." That's right. Listener email. I loved it. That's what she said. That's what she said? All right, Biggin. All right, Biggin. All right, Chimo. All right, Chimo. Cool. So there you go, folks. Another week of free entertainment. Because not like fuck you pay for it. Has that been an hour yet? Yep. We're there. Thank fuck for that. (laughs) Conflatulations. (laughs) It's not funny. Yes, it no, it's not. You, t- you, you, t- you take it straight from your ass and put it straight in your face. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. This has been another edition of Legend in My Spare Time. You, you, Podbean. No, dot com. You, you fucked it up. You fucked it up. What it was, was perfect. It? I was gonna do the clothes, and then you decided to just blah, 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 blah. go on. What was the clothes? You no, it's you fucked it up now. It was, that's fine. This has been another edition of your favorite podcast. And if it's not your favorite podcast, why the fuck not? Please make us your favorite. He's Degsy. I'm the boy Matt. And Lees. that's Matt. Yeah, uh, he's Degsy the Taoist. I'm and I'm Degsy the Taoist. No, he's Degsy the Taoist. I'm Degsy the Taoist. He's Matt Lee's. This has been another edition, like I said. If you'd like to get through to us, it's Legend in My Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can get us on Twitter. Legend in my pod- no, but I only I can only do it after you do it. What is it? Okay, Legend you, in my podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, it's Legend in my podcast at gmail dot com. Legend in my podcast at gmail dot com or on Twitter with the millions and millions of other followers at Legend Podcast at Legend Podcast. That's the symbol at Legend Podcast. Yes, there you go. Hashtag legend in my spare time. Hashtag legend in my spare time. As we close off for this week, ladies and gentlemen, here is another track by our good friend, Diablo. Oh, is it Diablo again? What, what yes. are we going to have? Come here on. is a song called Himpy the Bear. Himpy the Bear. Which is within our uh, humor. Yes. It's going to work out very well. So, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you once again. And until we next join you on our lovely podcast voyage, don't go licking any toads. AK, let's hit the road. It's loading. Hell yeah. Diablo, presently loading. And, uh, you know, one pound goes to charity. That's right, yeah. It's T. Huffin. Children. ProjectSerpo.bandcamp.com. ProjectSerpo.bandcamp.com. It's only a fiver. It's not. It's two pound fifty. It's only two pounds. See, I, I'm automatically thinking it should be worth more. Fucking two pound fifty. Fucking two pound fifty.
Diablo, you're a fucking genius, my friend. And I'm sorry. And he gives one pound of the two pound fifty to charity. Yeah. So it's like we said, you'd be a dickhead to not purchase it. Basically. Yeah. I said, well, you'd be a dickhead not to queue it up. It's you? queued up. Well, all right. It didn't seem like it is because it? the fucking bar's not even gone across yet. No, me fucking internet is down. We all right. Oh, is it? So we might not be able to, able to play him. No, Diablo, we owe you one because talk talk internet is shit. Talk, talk. Fucking bastard. Don't let you fucking talk. When it does work, it's really fast. Like when I'm stealing things off of the internet. When you know, you're legally acquiring Legally stuff. acquiring things. I'm literally downloading 500, 600, 700k a second. Mm. But then sometimes it goes down because of the bloody mountain. Bloody mountains around here. They're fucking always getting in the way and That's look right. shit and see. So let's close out with a different tune. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll do the ending again. It's been another edition of your favorite podcast. Who's this? This is Cage the Elephant with Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. I like this slide. AK, get us out of here. Edging in my space. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? But if you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young thing. Why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said. Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked.